0: welcome to this episode of the muse report in this episode i sit down with men's style blogger isaac breeze and we cover some various topics um about creating your own style so on isaac's blog uh which the name is pins and lapels you should check it out i'll put those in the show notes below he covers various styles and fashion topics But in this interview, uh, we kind of move into some more practical lifestyle habits with parallels to coding style. So it's it's pretty cool. You don't want to miss this one. So Isaac makes some profound points about life, style and being yourself in this episode. So you are definitely in for a treat. As always, subscribe, rate and review if you like the podcast and share it with somebody. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, The podcast at Muse.Mentality for updates on the podcast, future guests, uh, as well as some great inspirational quotes that we put up every day. So uh, that's at Muse.Mentality if you want to follow us on Instagram or you can follow the page on Facebook at The Muse Report Podcast on Facebook. So share with a friend. Uh, share the knowledge share the wealth and the love so without further ado we are going to get into this episode with mr isaac breeze here we go site and um pages on on various platforms for his fashion men's fashion thing i don't really know anything about fashion but uh i mean you could kind of give us some insight on that and and tell us exactly what you do i know what you do i just can't explain it properly so i'm gonna let you do okay, that so
1: <laughs> what it is it's a uh men's style blog so uh the to well. First, let me explain what that style blog is. It is a um, an editorial site that um, that creates content uh, surrounding primarily menswear, but uh, all around style. So uh, anything pertaining to fitness, um, lifestyle, uh, grooming. Um, Diet, uh, any anything that basically uh, defines who you are as a person. So anything that makes up your style, um, your tastes, your preferences. Um, but the the actual men's style blog is primarily geared towards uh, men's fashion and um, menswear. So that's what um, the men's style blog uh, is. But there's also a, a second part to it, which is the the social media part. So and from the social media part, people could get confused as to um what that really is. Mm-hmm. Like they I think more people think that I'm a, a model, not more of a meta style blogger. So they I think they I think they realize that is I think they know it's a website, but um since most people are on Instagram they, they, they guys right, yeah. <laughs> oh he's he's a model to his model and everything. So like when I first started doing it um like this past but last last summer um a lot of people trying to connect me with uh different fashion shows and um modeling gigs and uh, i was in like this little this a little commercial for social media um just do just because of the blog and everything uh so i got into a uh a number of things because of because of blogging and because of Instagram. right
0: so now you are a model basically <laughs> yeah you're yeah, a basically. Model. the vlog led to it yeah
1: and actually i'm coming out with a post uh what's it called? Oh, oh uh, title was, um, how I, how I started blogging or how I became a men's, men's blogger or something along that, along that lines. And um it's going to be talking about um how uh, modeling ties into actual blogging, a model per se for a brand, but it's, it's the more so it, it pertains to the action, not the actual right. person. So you don't put the, you don't put the modeling on the person, like, you don't label the person as a model. It, we're more of um, influencers or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um,
0: ambassadors.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, ambassadors, ambassadors for for a brand. So we, we model the product, but we ourselves are not models. Right. So I mean, Well, if you're modeling the product, technically you're a model. Yeah, That's what yeah. I would
0: say. If anybody asks me, I say, hey, yeah, I'm a model.
1: <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah I, be, I think because of my build too, I'm not the tallest person, but I'm, I'm like average height, skinny, so. It's like okay, yeah, I can see him being a model, so it's kind of just like, all right, so you yeah. just might as well put on put on this t-shirt, put on these these sweatpants, and, and walk down the runway. Um, so I've gotten, uh, so I think I have a little bit of modeling skills, um, but I'm not uh, That's not the direction I'm going to so If if, but if that direction comes easiest, like it has in the in the past year, um, then I mean I'm I'm not doing it so.
0: Hey, the door is open. I'll take it. You need to. You need to teach me because I am terrible at taking pictures. Like so bad. Like I make myself look worse in the photo than I do. I'm like, trust me, I look better in real life. I do. But um, let's start from the beginning. I like to get a little background on on the people I interview. So, where did the the style and fashion uh, begin? I mean, I know. Um, from knowing you personally, you love basketball and playing sports and things like that. So, like, not necessarily you see a whole bunch of athletes suddenly just switch into fashion, mm-hmm. even though you do see it a lot now in celebrities. But um, generally, just where did that transition happen for you? Where did you grow up always liking fashion? Or did it happen at a certain age, high school, middle school? What was that like?
1: Uh, I think... um. I think I was more so, uh, I had a, I, I believe that I have a, a, almost like a gene from it. I think it's a. A. Um, I think it's a trait that I got from my mom because she, uh, growing up, she actually had a, her, her girlfriends had a business where they did, um, they they did weddings. So one person, it was three of them. So one person did like the flower arrangements. I think one person was like the event planner or did the makeup and stuff like that. Um, and then my mom was the, the seamstress. So she would, She would do the dresses, um, I think she also did flowers too, uh, but, um, she would, she would, you know, cut and sew the dresses and, like, do alterations and stuff like that, um, and, you know, get the, get the bride ready, um, for, for their wedding day, um, and sometimes she still makes clothes for people, she used to make clothes for her friends all the time, they'd say, oh, can you make me this dress, can you make me, you know, this, um, this shirt or whatever, um, so I think it came from that, but uh, I mean I noticed. Um, well, I think that's that was that's the root of it. That it's more so hereditary. I think that's the that's the main cause for it. But um, I noticed growing up that I would be um, in the back room of, of my house um, where I actually am right now uh, because I'm still with my parents. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I would be in the in this back room just on the computer, you know, surfing through my favorite brand. So. I mean, at the time, in middle school, you know, those the aspirational brands were, were Abercrombie & Fitch, Hollister, and uh, American Eagle. Um Aerobostale yeah. kind of phased out as you got to, like, what, 7th mm-hmm. grade? You would start wearing Aerobostale. That was more like the lower level. But, yeah, I would look at Hollister, Abercrombie & Fitch, um, American Eagle, things like that. But uh, I would go on a computer and just... I would always set a budget for myself because usually when we went to the mall on say like a Saturday, you know, we'd get all our money from Christmas or holidays, or whatever, birthdays. Uh, mm-hmm. since my birthday was around November, you know, I was I was racking up for those couple of months, uh, from Christmas from from my birthday to Christmas. Um, so I would we would go to the mall around know, Christmas break and I would always have like around a hundred dollars. So um I usually take a hundred dollars with me. That was my limit. Um, so while I was surfing online I would go on and create an outfit for less than $100 and I would mix and match things that I like and I never would get anything I would never choose anything that I like so much oh wow that it um, well, that I would say that I like, well I always liked what I picked um, but I never picked something solely because I liked it um, it was always a combination so I mean the three things that that still apply uh, and that did apply then was price um versatility and um my feelings worth the item if i did if i really if i didn't fall in love with the garment then i wasn't really going i wasn't gonna buy it if i didn't see myself wearing it mm-hmm. that whole entire year then i wasn't gonna get it and if i did see it uh matching mixing and matching with at least three other outfits i wasn't gonna get it so I Mean back in the day, I would just mix and match. outfits on a computer, and then um, that carried over to uh, mm-hmm. high school and college. And in college, I noticed that um, I was doing the same thing, you know, at work. You know, I'll be on, I'll be on work or whatever, doing mix and match and outfits. And then I came across this um, guy uh, named I Am Gala on Instagram, and uh, he had like a million followers oh. at the time. Now he has like two point something million followers. Uh, but he was just, he was going to different places. And wearing like Hugo Boss, that was like his main sponsor. And um he was just wearing these outfits and traveling and it wasn't costing him anything. He was getting paid for it no time. So I was like, Well, right now I'm in fashion and, and in college, my first two years I was trying out for for the basketball team, trying to play D one ball. You know, right. every every kid has some hoop dreams. So after that stop, I was like, shoot, what about what else am I gonna do now? I can't play basketball anymore, so I mean, I'm not pursuing that, so what else? What else am I gonna do? So I saw another passion I had, which was uh, fashion, or particularly style. Um, fashion style is two different things, and we we could get into that later. Uh, but I was um, more concerned with uh, clothing. So you know,
0: I just so so that means that for me, Lee, you can help me get a a real fresh outfit for under a hundred
1: bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta hunt for clothes, especially as a college student. Like college teaches you how to look for things. You know, like, you know, oh, like yeah. when, when you when you lost something and you um or like when your mom tells you, oh can you find such and such, and she like oh if I find it, then is she gonna whatever? And then she, after she finds you like oh you right, didn't yeah. look for it. It's 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 that type of thing. You gotta like right. dig, really dig in, in your browser and you know search search the whole entire city looking for something to find that stylish under a hundred dollars
0: so, so what, are you, what are your top tips for for digging and finding clothes that are fashionable but stay within their budget
1: um so recently i've been trying to get the thrift stores uh thrift stores are cool but i wouldn't just choose any thrift store i would choose one that's um more so on like the higher end a lot of thrift stores um or say flea markets if you want to call them that too um they sell they like cheaper clothing, like more so hand-me-downs. Whereas, like, you know, like a, a consignment shop, it sells more. Um, right. there, yeah, yeah, higher end used clothing, yeah, yeah. clothing that'll last for like forever. So, I would say the stores mm. also going to stores um, that are more geared toward business casual, um, and and still kind of and they're still kind of preppy. Uh, like J.Crew, Banana Republic, but um, they they can be the way in which they they can be worn can be switched into something that's more um, height beast or um, you know something that's more s- sartorial um, or tailored. So I think it's not where you shop, but I think I think it's 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 a lot. It has to do a lot with where you shop, but it's a lot of creativity that goes into it. Like you just can't going to J.Coo Banana Republic and, you know, find the outfit for less than $100. You have to go to the to J.Coo Factory Store uh, online or, right. or, or, or in person. So you kind of got
0: to mix and, and match go and to, jump around. And...
1: Yeah, they, yeah. They got to go to Uniqlo, you know, find certain things there. Right. And then you go to say, ASOS has some decent shoes, you know. Or now Target. I like Target for their, for their sneakers and for their shoes now, too. So, that's where you go for they're pretty decent for their shoes. Um, so you have to find. So like certain stores have like staples that they have. So I've noticed that Uniqlo has really nice shirts. Um, Target now is and with their new collection. Um, Goodfellow and Co has pretty dis- pretty decent sneakers, um, as well as shirts too. But I think their um, their shoes are getting better. And and plus they're cheaper than the average price of a, yeah. a sneaker like that. Right. Um, and then so like J Koo has you know nice blazers. I mean they have pretty much nice everything, but um i think they're more so better known for their blazers on a on a cheaper end so you'll get a nice blazer from jbrew that's not really expensive so you gotta find
0: so you don't like go into one store and like get an outfit no. you like go to all right this is where i could get this quality yeah. thing for a good price over here get this quality thing for a good price okay i yeah, gotta look yeah. into that yeah and i'm sure our listeners right, yeah. you would gotta, like that you gotta,
1: too each, each store has a has an item that is known for. Each store has, like, their best item. If you, like, go right. through GQ or whatever, GQ, um, their website, you'll always see um, certain brands being pulled up for the same thing all the time. So, like, if they if they talk about shoes, you always right. see, say, the Republic Man is always going to be in there for shoes. If you talk about shirts, Uniqlo is always going to be in there for their cheaper dress shirts. Um, if you go for a suit, um Ralph Lauren is always going to be in there for their for their suits they're not going to be in there for polos or pants or for t-shirts and everything like that what people normally buy them for they going to be in there for something mm. else so each store has a has something that they're really good at
0: so so you're kind of like going to the store for the thing that they're not popular for
1: well uh no i go i go to the thing that they
0: because ralph lauren i mean i want i yeah. want to go there for like some some uh like some shorts, some khaki shorts, or a polo shirt. I'm not really thinking about going there to get right, a, right. a suit. I mean, some people might, but that's not like the general thought you have when you see Ralph Lauren. Right. Well, I think, polo, I think Really, when
1: you, when you do shop, you go in there so. looking for what they're they're good at, but you're also looking for the discounts. So when I go shopping, you know, you go through the regular re- the regular sale items, but always look at what's what's on sale also mm-hmm. pick and choose when you go shopping so um, right now I'm trying to practice more so out of season shopping so right now you know I mean right now I need I need summer shirts so I'm buying summer shirts but ideally if I had summer shirts <clears throat> already I would, right now i will be shopping for uh, jackets or coats um, in the winter time I'll be shopping for camp shirts uh, uh, shorts or um, linen shirts, linen pants, something like that because it's during that time, it's cheaper because they're trying to get rid of it. There's no need for it. Right. Um, although there are drawbacks in that because uh, they don't have as many options. Right. But you can still find, you know, it's that that hunting, that hunting process that you got to do. You got to really hunt for it. So,
0: so when you go to wear an outfit or style somebody or yourself, what thought process goes into how you how you put things together? Um, is it based on a mood or is it based on like uh, the weather or how do you f- put certain things together because I feel like there's an art to that.
1: M- mood and weather um, when I get dressed. Um, so first thing when I do get dressed I'll check I'll check the weather. That's the very first thing I do because I mean say like I like turtlenecks right and I can wear a turtleneck pretty much all the time you know but um, I'm not wearing a turtleneck in the, in the middle of July. No matter how, no matter how much I love a turtleneck, I'm not wearing one in the middle of July. I'm a, I'm a pass out. So, <laughs> so I'll pay attention to the weather first, and then based off my mood, you know, I'll wear an item. If I just feel lazy, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just want to be laid back and chill. I'll, I'll, I'll get my Adidas sweatpants, an uh, oversized T-shirt, um, something with a little, little bit that has like a, like a statement on it. So a T-shirt that I like to wear now is um. Says, uh, this is what awesome looks like and it has an arrow pointing up to my head basically saying this is like me this is what awesome looks like right so something a little expressive um, and the reason for that being is that it's, chi- it's laid back and chill but it's still mm-hmm. um, it has some personality <laughs> so you never really want to be too plain alright um, even like like today I had on like a, a salmon colored like t-shirt and then like a uh, green cargo pants and some white um, Reebok classics so like there always has to be his 8 piece there. So, like, in that one, it might be the the Reeboks, you know, their original, their classic, and since they're a little, little beat up, you know, that's kind of, that adds to the personality that they've been through something. And since it's a classic, you know, it's an original, for it to be beat up, I mean, that's that's basically its, its whole identity. You know, it's an, it's an original. It's been through some stuff. It's seen some time, so. And also the cargo pants, you know, that can also be something with a little bit more personality to it. Um. So, think right. mood. Definitely. I mean, if I'm feeling a little happier, I wear I'll wear my plaid outfit. You know, I gotta be fresh that day. If I'm not feeling, I'm feeling so-so, you know, I'll just pick out something that's a little stylish. But I might not necessarily not necessarily be feeling that outfit. But you know, I'll throw something on. But I mean, it all depends. So yeah, mood.
0: I need to get like yeah. that. Start taking more pride in my <laughs> outfits. This is. A- the levels like you have like ah oh, not really feeling it just be a little fashionable then you got okay a little f- more fashionable then you got alright right, I'm, <laughs> like, right, I'm gonna be stunning today me is like alright I'm gonna be stunning today so I have a little bit yeah. of fashion because <laughs> some days man I just roll out. I'm looking like a straight bum like yeah I mean, like,
1: yeah. Like, I mean most people bad. just put on clothes and just head out the door I mean I wish I could like that and actually y'all I listened to a podcast where they um said I think it was Tom Ferris he was saying that um. People like Mark Zuckerberg, they'll wear the same outfit every day because, um, every day, yeah, 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 you gotta avoid making yeah. decisions, yeah. So I think like, I listened uh, to that episode I too. I think It'd be like a cartoon <laughs> character, you know, I ever see the, the like the episode over their closet and it's like just the same, <laughs> and it, yeah, and they're, they're trying to decide like what to wear. I'm like, you got the same thing, let's put something on, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, yeah, closet of the same exact clothes. Hmm, what should I wear today? Oh, uh, that's funny. But um, there there's something I want to get into because I feel like there's lots of parallels between, uh, let's say, fashion style and also lifestyle. So, um, of course, you have your own style as far as it comes to fashion. I have my own style, and the girl down the street has her own style and things like that. So... Uh, I feel like a lot in society in our generation today even though it's not just our generation happens throughout time but um, we kind of lose a sense of what we are in our individual style as far as it goes in clothes or pop culture or music or even within our own personal identities of who we are so um, I just want to Clearly, you have your own style. If you go to Isaac's uh, blog or you go to his Instagram page, you'll see that he really has that like urban type of preppy look to him. And it fits what he does because he knows that's what he looks good in. That's what he does. But some other people might not look good in that. But they will force themselves like, to try yeah. to wear, let's say, what, <laughs> what you're wearing or, or what Kanye's wearing or what Rihanna's wearing because mm-hmm. they identify with looking cool according to someone else's standards instead of their own. So like how do you go about defining your own style? Is it was it just like an osmosis of okay, this is kinda just happening, or did you take intentionality and in saying, uh, this is what I know I like to do or wear or I know I look good in this this compliment to me. How do you go about that process?
1: So um well first let me um let me ask you like Break down with, so like the different like definition between or the differences between style, fashion, and lifestyle. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: first of all, lifestyle is well. Let's oh, let's go fashion. Fashion is is what you see in the runway. Fashion is more so couture. Fashion uh, is it has phases and it has trends and it has um it has celebrities. Uh, fashion is you know uh spring you know what's what's the latest spring trend you know is it camp shirts is it polos is it um you know is it uh, baggy baggy pants you know in the winter is it turtlenecks is it parkas is it uh the new yeezys or whatever um that's that's more so fashion style is style is timeless so style is is what Style is a, is a reflection of, of who you are. So if you want to wear fedoras all day, that's your style. If you want to wear sweatpants all day, that's your style. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be fashionable. Mm. Uh, I think people think that a lot of people don't have style just because it doesn't look good to, to the masses. Um, but if you like how something looks, I can almost guarantee you there's probably a million other people in the world that, that likes how that looks. As well, uh, I think yesterday I was on a on, on a train, on the Broad Line in Philly, and um, these two men were on. You know, they came on a the train. They were all tatted up and everything, and they almost looked homeless, but uh, because of how rugged everything looked. But it was more of a uh, like a like a bad boy, um, bad boy slash like cowboy type, you know, rugged, um, mm-hmm. outdoorsy type of look know this type of it's almost like a bike look almost but the way they were wearing it was fly but had <laughs> i tried to pull off something like that it's not gonna work it's not gonna work but like on them it looked pretty good but for most people it's like right what, what are you wearing you know so it doesn't doesn't look it doesn't have to look good for everybody but i think your style is more so a reflection of you and who you are it's it's your first impression before you before you say anything um it's it's yeah. it's the cover of the I book i feel like also you know?
0: if when you say uh, style is who you are, which I completely agree with, I feel like, like you said, the people on the on, on the trolley or the train that you saw in Philly. If you see that person wear that the first day, you're like, "What in the world are they wearing? They look crazy." Mm-hmm. But if you see them wear that day after day, week after week, you start to identify that style with that individual. So it's more; it yeah, becomes yeah. more of like that's just them, and that's and you accept who they are because you, mm-hmm. you just see that they're consistent with what they do. And then you think it looks great on them because that's them. And right. I feel like that consistency is what's needed instead of trying to flip-flop to what the latest thing is. Mm-hmm. Like you said, style is who you are. Stop trying to change your style like it's a fashion. So, right, yeah, right. That's, that's what I was just thinking. But what you said the third point was lifestyle, so let's get to that.
1: So lifestyle, lifestyle is not so much... Uh, it's, it is, it's a part of style. I would say lifestyle and style are like like cousins, you know? Uh, I don't know which one would be the, the umbrella. I don't know which one would fall under which um, or that they're two separate things. Um, but lifestyle is more so what you do on a daily basis. So, like, do you go to the gym? Um, when you go to the gym, do you do yoga or do you lift? Uh, what, type of, what type of alcohol do you like? Um, you type of bourbon, or you like sweet right. drinks, so you just like you just like a cooler, or um, are you a seafood lover, or are you a meat lover, or are you vegan? That's that's more so lifestyle. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to do with style at all. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, lifestyle will be the umbrella that's um that style will fall under. You know, what clothes do you wear? Um, do you like more rugged look, or Are you more uh, tailored? Are you more laid back, chill? Are you preppy? Are you hype beast? Uh, that's that's what uh I think lifestyle is. So basically, how you live out your everyday life. Um, that's yeah, that's to me, that's what lifestyle is. Those are the three different uh, definitions for it.
0: That's what's up, man. I think we just we just broke down a lot of things in that one. That was good because <laughs> I mean, you broke it down to me though because I mean, I'm not I don't know the terms as well as you do because this is your thing. Mm-hmm. But uh the difference between fashion and style is really really. That was that was good. That was really good. Probably gonna make some quotes on my on my Instagram page for that one. Um, what's your What's your main mission for the blog? What are your goals as far as moving forward? Uh.
1: My, my main mission on on the website is to help collegiate men uh, enhance their their style, primarily primarily their look, um, and to, and, and through their look, make them more mature, man. Um, because I feel like um, being in college, is it's that period, it's like the, it's like the, um, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for, but it, I mean, it's the period between adulthood and, and childhood. You know, it's, it's a period where right, um, yeah. mm-hmm. that... I want to be grown, but I don't want to be grown, where... I have freedom, but I don't necessarily have freedom at the same time, or I have freedom, but I don't really want it at the same time. I mean, I think we all want in college, we all want that freedom, but I think there is a time, a time and place where in college, I think you get to a point as a student where you, where you think to yourself, I wish I would sit at home with my mom telling me what to do at the same time. You're like, nah, I don't Mm -hmm. want that. I still want to go out and party. Um, but, uh, I think there's a, a point where you still want to be a you want to be a kid again, but you also want to be grown, and you can't really have the two. And um, you know we're not getting any younger. We all have to grow up. So uh, that doesn't and that doesn't growing up is just not something that you do in your mind. It's not just something that you um, that you just suddenly wake up and say, okay, it's time to be adult. Something that you gradually do. Um, and just like your behavior and how you uh, change your behavior your mindset as an adult i feel like um, that behavior also translates into what you wear so your behavior about um so um, should i pay my bill this month or should i go go shopping with this money um those are decisions that you make when you get older but you should also be making decisions as as to uh what you should wear that day so it's not so much how you feel anymore it's more so about what's appropriate um especially in the workplace. Um, although I think more workplaces have become more yeah. casual, I still think there's always going to be a place for formality of, uh, like attire. So I don't think we'll ever get to a place where you will see people coming to meetings and sweatpants and t-shirts. I feel like, um, there's just a connotation that pe- there's association with a suit. It signifies power, um, authority, maturity, um, right just like dominance in the room like if i'm the only person in the the room wearing a suit you look at me differently than you would be with everybody else um you look at me like i like 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 i know what i'm doing like i know what i'm saying regardless regardless of what's coming out of my mouth you know um so i just want to help men become more mature because you know a lot of them are graduating now especially a lot of my friends going to the real world and we have to Upgrade our wardrobe. You know, we can't be wearing jeans all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, we can't be wearing sweatpants you know, to work all the time. So we gotta, you know, we gotta button up and get suit and boot and finally find some dress shoes for some of us, um, especially down you in the school. um school. But not not only, you know, finding those clothes, but also wearing them well. So I mean, there's a there's a difference between a uh, a suit and a and a well tailored suit, a suit that looks nice. Um, I feel like the suit that looks nice is going to get you that job versus just a, just a suit just because you had an interview. I mean, that's going to get your foot in the door, but that's not going to persuade anyone to hire you. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially if you don't have a resume that the guy from Harvard has. You know, the guy from Harvard, he's, he's brilliant, but um, does he have social skills? And most importantly, right. uh, well, most right. importantly, does he have social skills, but also, you know, what does his, his appearance look like, you know? So how does he present himself? If his suit is baggy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if his suit if is baggy, I mean, as long as he's wearing a suit, I mean, that's cool. But how you he put it together? I feel like um, everybody, when you get um you know, outside of the corporate world, outside of the job, they mm-hmm. admire the person how they look. I think that's aspiration. Yeah,
0: look the part, too. You know, yeah.
1: i'm like dressing well. And people who can't do it, I feel like look up to people who, who can do it well. Um, and even if you don't get that job, you know, it can always be an opportunity for you to say dress that dress the person that interviewed you. So you can build a relationship off that. And it's, it's also an icebreaker. You're like, Oh, I like that tie. I like that watch. Where'd you get it from? You know, that opens a conversation and help you get that job. So right now I'm working on an article just um, talking about how to attract employers and how to make a, make your mark when talking to employers. So, and I feel like style is one of the, is one of the key pieces to making that a great impression on an employer.
0: Definitely. Well, what's one quote that you want the listeners to, to know? They could be a quote of your own that you could think of up on the spot, one that you say all the time that you made up or coined, one that someone else said, but what is something that you afraid that you would like to leave with the people on this podcast episode?
1: Oh, um, uh, All right, so the one by Dalai Lama um, says, when you when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. So, with that, and I tell this to my little that I, um, I did uh, I mentor um for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm-hmm. So and he he's a he's a big talker. He loves to talk. Um, I think sometimes he just likes to hear himself talk. <laughs> um, but <laughs> me, you know, growing up, I was always quiet. Um, I was I was listening to everything. I was soaking up everything. Um, and people always ask, you know, Isaac, why are you, why are you so quiet? Why are you never talk? I'm like because right. it's, it's nothing to say. Um uh, there's, there's also another quote that says, um, uh, "Fools, fools talk because they, they need to, um, or fools talk because they have to say something. A wise man talks because he has something to say. So, um, person that's just talking, just is saying something that." It has no meaning, but I think a wise person talks because they have something of value to give. Um, and back to the quote about the Dalai Lama, you no, know, uh, l- listening is a very important um, is a very important uh, skill to have. Right now, I'm reading this book called um, "Never Split the Difference" by Chris Voss, and it's talking about negotiating. And one of the things he um, preaches in that book is uh, empathy and uh, listening to what the other party has to say. Because if, you, if you're not listening, then you, you don't know what they really want. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what they really want, then you can't provide that solution. If you can't provide a solution, then you can't come to an agreement right. and uh, fulfill a negotiation um, that works in your favor. So I think listening is a true skill. If you And if you listen to people, um, this year what you're doing now. You get to know more about a person. Um, you get to know what their tendency is, what they like what they don't like, and also you know, from kind of like a manipulative standpoint, I guess um, you can also control behavior hmm. just by listening. Yeah, um, you can. So I feel like listening is a really good skill. You soak up a lot of information. Like you don't go to school to talk. You go to school to sit in the classroom and listen to what the teacher has to say. If you stood up in class and talked all day, uh, went to school, and then you wonder why you weren't learning, is it's because you never listened to people and what they had to say. And I feel like um, one thing I love, I love to do is. I love listening to older people talk. I feel like uh, something that Mm -hmm. say your audience should do is to find just one or maybe like a a group of say older older guys, older females, whatever, um that they can hang around, say in their church or in their community or whatever, and send in their porch or something and just like listen to the conversation, don't don't say anything. Just be flying the wall, you'll learn a lot of things. And also with older people they they talk about their past a lot. They talk about the mistakes they made and what they've done. Um which can help you avoid those same mistakes in the future. So I feel like, you know, that's that's one quote that Your, your audience could take away this the one by the one. Just listen. Just listen.
0: That's good, man. That's good. Uh wow. All right. Uh I would give my my interviewees a chance to plug themselves for everything that you want the people to hear. So website, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, uh, a podcast you might have, a vlog, YouTube. Now Now's the time to, to put it all in there. And I also have it in the show notes for them so that they can click the links if they want to.
1: So everything is pins and lapels. Um, <clears throat> it's P I N S A N D. L a p e l s dot com, um that's for social media, well extra dot com part for social media, but it's yep. um pencil lapels for Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, um, and uh, pencil lapels dot com for the actual website. So that's where you can find me at, and you know, and a uh, new blog post is coming out um, next week. So cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I and I heard that you you're trying to start a podcast soon too. So yes, I was. Is that uh, gonna be called Pins and Lapels too?
1: <laughs> I I don't know. Um. Maybe maybe I'll see I'll see with my because I'm trying to start with my partner. She's a, a fashion design student from Drexel. so we'll see. I I want I want her to have a little bit more control of it. Uh. Right. Because I feel like she's more of a fashion person than I am, especially her being, a, uh, being a, 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 a especially for her um, because she, I believe she's an expiring fashion designer. She is an expiring fashion designer. And for her, I feel like it would be good to hear her perspectives on style and fashion. And I feel like she might know more of the, the business side of it, also the a- aesthetic part of it too. So um, uh, yeah, also, I mean, right. it'll just yeah. be something good, you know, good for good for both of us. So I think I'm gonna give her more control of it.
0: Yeah, so. That's good, man. I'm excited. You know, I'm gonna be tuning in, so I'm gonna be posting it. So yeah, yeah I'm ready
1: for it, bro. So yeah, we'll, we'll see about the name. I think that for me, the name is like the last thing. The last thing I think about. Uh, some people it's like the first thing, but if I get too stressed over the name, <laughs> I think I'll lose my creative, right. my creative juices. So I think about it last. You know, I kind of and I kind of delegate that to other people. That the name for Pezlo Pals actually got help from, from somebody else. Uh, we kind of came up with it together but he helped me formulate some ideas i just worry more about the concept the name you know it, it, it could come later you know, i'm too, too stressed about it oh
0: so. cool. cool man thanks for being on the show isaac thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it uh thank you thank you for this, is, this is gonna be a good episode i'm glad for to have you on the muse report podcast so we're gonna draw this one to a close uh-huh. all right That's it for this episode of the Muse Report. I hope you enjoyed it, this episode with Isaac Breeze. I know I learned some things uh, about shopping, about going out um, under a budget and, and finding some good articles of clothing, where to shop at what time during the off seasons and things like that. So hopefully my style game will improve some after this episode. Uh, But I hope yours does as well if your style game isn't already on fleek like Isaac's. So also, if you listened, I hope you got some takeaways just about life. Um, The things that he said about the differences between lifestyle, style and, and fashion was just really deep to me and how we sometimes force ourselves into fashion trends without realizing that we are already our own style. So hope you got some takeaways, wrote them down. If you did and you want to share them, you could DM me um, at the podcast page, Muse.Mentality on Instagram, or you can message uh, or comment on the page on Facebook, uh, the Muse Report podcast, and share the wealth knowledge with everyone else in the Muse Nation community. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We have another great guest coming up next week that will let you know coming up soon you will see it on the page if you follow it and uh hope you enjoyed this one and i will talk to you guys next week peace